Blog Talk Radio. The Light of Truth Radio Broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast. I am your host, Michael Boldea. And as always, it is a pleasure and an honor to be with you, uh, as has become customary on our program whenever we do record it, whenever uh, we are not live. Uh, I have the tendency of letting you know, if for no other reason than to contextualize time, uh, so you'd understand, um, you know, some things may have transpired since the recording of this program, some may not. Uh, Usually we try to record the same day the program's supposed to air, so today is February the 18th, year of our Lord, 2021. Um, So uh, it is fresh content uh, by any measure. Uh, and um, we're glad to be here. Uh, Some people aren't, uh, and that's the reality of the life we live. Um, I don't know. I've been kind of pensive for the last um, day or so. Um, A couple people died yesterday, Uh, one more, you know, noteworthy and of more notoriety than the other. Uh, and, and it got me thinking, uh, if, if you don't know, if you haven't heard, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how you could not have heard, because it's everywhere, uh, Rush Limbaugh passed away um, yesterday, and so did Carmen, the Christian singer. Now, anyone who has ever driven more than 100 miles at a clip uh, has likely heard of Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a talk radio guy than I am a music guy. So, uh, uh, I, I, I was more, a, a rush kid than a Carmen kid. Let's put it that way. Didn't I, I'm sure he was a lovely man, this Carmen person. I'm sure his music touched the hearts of many, uh, uh, middle-aged housewives, but, uh, I've, I, I never listened. I may have heard, you know, one of his songs in an elevator at some point, or perhaps uh, at a church service. But no, uh, his death, although sad and like every death is, didn't affect me uh, in in like manner um, that that Rush Limbaugh's death did. Because uh, I've, I've, every time I drive, and I used to drive a lot. I mean, I used to go from state to state uh, whenever we were touring, and uh, that's what we had on. We had talk radio on, and inevitably, uh, that booming voice would come on. And um, what I want to discuss uh, to, to, to start off today uh, is, is more of a broader aspect of, of life, death, purpose, and meaning. Uh, I know, uh, kind of heady, huh? But that's that's the kind of mood I'm in. Look, we're all going to die. That's the inevitability of human existence. Um, it doesn't matter uh, how rich or how poor. Um, we we all end up in the same dirt. Uh, nobody can buy an extra minute of time. Whether you had Rush Limbaugh money or you had... Um, the guy that invented the iPhone, uh, his his name escapes me. If you have Bill Gates money, it doesn't matter what kind of money. You cannot buy a minute's worth of time. When it's your time to go, you go. Uh, whether you are resigned to it or fighting it every step of the way. So the question 
that remains, the only question that remains, is what kind of life do you want to live while you're here? We've all got an expiration date. Sooner, later, today, or in 50 years, we're all going to the great beyond. And and sometimes uh, these deaths of uh, popular individuals or well-known individuals uh, sort of brings that reality home uh, in, in a way that few things do. So again, the question, the only question of import is what sort of life do you want to live while you're here? And although... Again, not not very familiar with Carmen's life, but um, Rush Limbaugh lived a full life. He lived a fearless life. He lived a life of principle. And I think these are the necessary ingredients for a memorable life. This is why we remember names like Patton and Churchill and Leonidas and Tesla and King David and Spartacus. No, not, not, not the Spartacus in the U.S. Senate that has an actress as a beard to cover up his homosexual tendencies. I'm talking about like the, you know, Roman time Spartacus. Um. But these were all men who, whatever it was that they pursued, they pursued with abandon. There was no fear. There was no hesitation. And I guarantee you that Mitt Romney will be forgotten long before Rush Limbaugh. ...that his people... History tends to forget weasels. And again, if you're looking for purpose, whether you liked the man or hated the man, you have to admit that he was fearless in his presenting of the way he saw this world unfolding, the way he saw politics in the U.S., uh, and his positions, quite frankly, were more in line with what the Bible says than a lot of preachers and pastors today. And the thing that I took away from yesterday and, and, and this morning, because I've been thinking about it, it, it really did. I, he, he announced that he had you know, stage four cancer a year ago. And so, you know, people knew that it was only a matter of time, but still, it, it kind of, um, you know, brings you to, to, to that moment of reflection when you realize, never going to hear him on the radio again. That's it. His time's up. He's gone. And I was thinking about this this current generation. I was thinking about the up-and-coming generation, and I realized that men of true greatness, memorable men, will likely be more and more infrequent. Because fearlessness and masculinity and grit and determination have now become negative traits. They're looked down upon. They're vilified. They're toxic. If you are an individual of principle, if you're not willing to bend with, with, with the wind, then you're toxic. And so, men who are willing to stand, men who are willing to fight, men who are willing to be hated, men who are willing to be vilified, because standing on principle is more important than being liked by everyone else. 
those men will grow more and more rare with each passing day. And so, um, yeah, Rush Limbaugh is no more, and neither is Carmen. And at some point, neither will I, or you. So if, if you have a reason to be reflective today, if you have a reason to understand not only the life, but also the fact that nothing you do can put off the inevitability of death. I, you know, it, it, it makes you think, it makes you contemplate, and it makes you realize just how turbulent and sad and hopeless people who don't know Jesus are. Uh, I, I didn't mean to start out the program uh, on a down note, but, you know, 2021 starting out with a bang, isn't it? I uh, remember all those people that were so excited about 2020 being over. Well, here's to you, bad year 2020. And 2021 was sitting there patiently waiting. And, um, well, as the old song goes, we've only just begun. Because uh, there is no happy news on the horizon as far as the nation or the world is concerned. And the only thing that you can cling to, the only hope that you can have is in Christ. And this is why, for the longest time, ever since we started this program, I kept insisting, make sure that your relationship with him is established. Make sure that you are on a right foundation. Because everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Now, there are two independent stories that I ran across uh, this morning, and I think they dovetail into each other more than we want to know, more than we want to believe. Now, before I get into this, because it's a little heady, no, I do not believe that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. All right, let's, let's get that over with. Because I'm sure the questions are going to pile on and they're going to come in. But we are seeing a precursor of how easy it will be to control a large swath of the population. We're also seeing a precursor of how easy it will be to demonize, to persecute, to jail, to vilify anyone that's unwilling to go along with the status quo. These are trial runs. They need to see how pliable the average citizen is. They need to see how far down this rabbit hole you're willing to go. And sadly, tragically, most people head first, dive deep into the rabbit hole because... Uh, well, again, they, they think that most people have their best intentions at heart. <laughs> again, if you do, then you haven't lived in this world long enough. You're, you're naive. You're, you're an American. You've been sheltered. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just what it is. But if you're not prepared for the changing times, if you're not prepared to no longer be sheltered like Americans have been for so long, if you're not prepared to see the brutal reality of what it means to live in a third world country, then you need to get caught up. You need to catch up on your reading. You need to catch up on your pre preparation. You need to understand what's on the horizon. Because every single thing being implemented by this administration, it's, it's sounding off alarms, you know, with, with, with people that, you know, were yay, yay, you know, Joe Biden and his full diaper are going to save the day. And they're like, whoa, this isn't headed in the right direction. You don't say. You don't say. But I would like you to use your imagination for just one second. Uh, I don't know if you've heard what's going on in Texas. 
but it's it's not pretty. Four million people were without power as of this morning. I think it's down to one million people. But that's a lot of people without power in in a, a, a weather pattern that is causing you know snow and ice and freezing temperatures. As to what caused the failure of the power grid, but even in a state like Texas. Uh, they wanted to go green because there's nothing like a high school dropout and a former bond bartender to tell you why you should freeze in your home to save the planet. That 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 little autistic girl Greta Thunberg and 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 the the, the one with the the donkey teeth, uh, Alessandria Ocasio Cortez. They're they're the ones. So basically what you saw in Texas was a microcosm of what 330 million people will soon have to contend with if these people get their way, and there's nothing to stop them. They're going to get their way. Thank you, Beth Moore. Thank you, John Piper. Remember, see, that's the problem. That's the problem with the modern-day individual. They have such a short attention span. They have such short memories that by the time, you know, the next election cycle rolls around, all will be forgiven. Beth Moore will be restored. John Piper will have his excuses. No, remember, scrawl the names of the people that caused your children to freeze on a wall somewhere in your basement Revisit it every week. Read the names out loud. Because that's the only way that there is a a, a snowball's chance of turning the ship around is if you remember. Because if you let bygones be bygones, if you choose to forget the things you ought to remember... Nothing will change. So yes, four million people in Texas without power. Now, now down to one. The reason was because what twenty-eight percent of the power grid was uh, green energy windmills. Well, guess what happens to windmills when it freezes? They stop windmilling. Now. Within the next two weeks, uh, I I would also suggest that you go fill up your gas tank because gas prices are about to shoot through the roof, Uh, just so you know, for saving you lots. But yes, uh, the the reason the power grid failed in Texas is because, uh, as as the kids like to say, the greenie weenies had their way. Uh, and uh, what, 28% of their power grid was all windmills and solar. Well, guess what you get when you get snow and ice? No más windmill, no más solar. ¿Dónde está el calor? That means where's the heat? You're welcome. See, you're even learning Spanish. You should pay me a Babbel subscription. If you don't know what Babbel is, never mind. All right. Um, but yes, now. What I wanted you to imagine, see, because I, I remember these things. I, 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 I circuitously return to the main topic. What I want you to imagine is rolling blackouts, lack of power, uh, lack of, of food, not just in a concentrated area of 4 million people, which is bad enough but throughout the country. Imagine rolling blackouts throughout the country. Imagine scarcity throughout the country. Because that's what is coming. I know, I know. Brother, you're you're, you're exaggerating again because you're trying to sell us Potatoes au gratin from Jim Baker. He was, you know, he, he was having a clearance sale and I bought everything on 90% clearance so I can make a few bucks. Yes, get your bucket of potatoes au gratin from me. 25 year shelf life. 
eating boogers with a crunch. Yum, yum, give me some. Uh, Look, everything you never thought would happen is happening. It's no longer a future tense proposition. there, There are certain things that I know will hurt you today, but I have to tell you these things nevertheless because you need to prepare to the extent that you are able and, and, and most of all, prepare spiritually, prepare psychologically, because a lot of people are going to break. A lot of people are going to lose their minds, for lack of a better term, because they're not prepared for what is coming. Like I said, there are two stories that I want to get into real quick. I will be taking some questions today, because Gino asked before we, we, we started... Are you going to take questions because people are sending in questions? Fine, we'll take some questions. Uh, but, but I want to get to these two stories because they're important. Because we, we, we need to stop repeating the mantra that that could never happen. Because it is. First story, Christian pastor jailed for holding church services in Canada. You read correctly. I know. That can never happen. All you religious nut jobs are just just paranoid. Nobody's coming for you. Let me repeat the title of the article. Christian pastor jailed for holding church services in Canada. A Christian pastor from Edmonton, Canada has been jailed for breaking Alberta's Public Health Act by continuing to hold church services when ordered to stop. The Reverend James Coates of Grace Life Church of Edmonton turned himself into the police Tuesday, two days after officials attended his Sunday service to assess compliance with conditions issued to the pastor, police said in a news release Wednesday. Authorities from Alberta Health Services and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, indeed, determined that Pastor Coates was not complying with the undertaking release conditions issued by authorities. Grace Life has held worship services for three consecutive weeks after it was ordered to close at the end of January because of restrictions related to coronavirus. So this is in 2021, kids. This is, this is now after it's been determined that there's a 99.9% survivability. There's like 73,000 different vaccines from different makers because, hey, they all want to get in on the cash cow. But, Authorities in Alberta determined that Pastor James Coates was being naughty. He did not fulfill their commandments. And so, he was to jail. Now, they used coronavirus as the pretext, public safety. Uh, How long before you have people, government officials, sitting in services, recording the words that you speak, making sure that they're not offensive to a certain class of individual? Hmm? Socialism anymore. This is communism. This is what they used to do back in the old country. The pastors that were allowed to have services would have some secret service agent sitting in the back taking notes. Because you couldn't criticize the system, you couldn't criticize the motherland, you couldn't criticize socialism, you couldn't criticize communism, you couldn't criticize tyranny, you couldn't criticize the dictatorship, you couldn't say the things that needed to be said. And as long as you did that, you were A-OK in their book. 
I know, but that's Canada. That'll never happen here. Oh, yes, it will. And it won't be because they broke protocol with coronavirus. It'll be because of wrong think. It'll be because you said something that offended some lunatic that thinks he's a she. Or that you said something that offended a lunatic that prefers same-sex intimacy and demands that you not call it a sin. Again, it's about the sin. You cannot tell someone that they need not repent of homosexuality and in the same breath tell someone that they need to repent for having angry thoughts. Grace Life has held worship services for three consecutive weeks. Beginning in January. This is what? Nine months after this whole thing popped off. Understand that right now this whole coronavirus thing is being used to amass power by small individuals who will have no qualms or fears about wielding said power. That story dovetails into this one. Companies in Britain have been tasking law firms to craft no-jab, no-job contracts that would bar prospective employees from being hired unless they have been vaccinated against the Chinese coronavirus. While the government has publicly claimed that it has no intentions of requiring domestic vaccine passports, Ministers have admitted that private businesses may take up the mantle of imposing it on the British public. Again, to clarify, to make myself perfectly clear, I do not believe that this vaccine is the mark of the beast. But all the infrastructure is being put in place so that when the mark of the beast does make an appearance, it will be almost simple to implement. So Canada is jailing pastors for having church service, and companies in Britain are crafting contracts that say no jab no job basically what you want what you believe what you think doesn't matter either you submit and you comply or you can't have work you go to jail and the propagandists will drag your name through the mud until even your own family disowns you. Are you prepared for this? Because I've told you before, and I will say it again, everything comes back around to the church. The enemy always has the church in its sights. The enemy is always trying to get at the church. And so whatever you think is being used, oh, you know, that's just people who want to hire people. Nope. Eventually, it will come around to the church. Well, that's just a pastor who wasn't complying. Well, how many things will you comply with? How many unbiblical things will you comply with if government requires it of you? I know, oh, no, because they would never do that, really. 
Have you seen what they've done thus far in, what, four weeks? Yesterday it was a month. Four weeks. If you haven't seen, then you haven't been paying attention. And if you haven't been paying attention, then Ein Sosari, you don't you don't get to, to, to talk about it. You don't get to comment on, well, it's not going to be that bad. Everything the Bible says will come to pass. You, unless the Lord takes you home a la Rush Limbaugh or Carmen, will be here for most of it. That's the reality. That's the truth. Now, I got an email from a friend who uh, I last week I mentioned uh, prophetic conferences, uh, and I guess I, I said something along the lines that they seem like sci-fi conventions. Uh, and uh, I, I got an email from a friend saying that. That's a little harsh. Look. Uh, look at the ratio. That's all I'm going to say. I, I'm not, I'm not going to get into an argument over this. Look at the ratio. Whatever conference it is, at any given point, point or moment, whatever, look at how many people are theorizing about how many different things and how many are Christ-centered and preaching the gospel of Christ? Let's, let's put it that way. Because any given conference, I've heard black holes, G5, uh, giants, uh, what is it? The, the, the Soylent green is people. Um, just Everything. The, 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 the coming rising of the machines. And, and, and Jesus wasn't even one slice of the pie. Jesus was the crumbs at the bottom of the tin. So I, I, I don't have an ideological problem with the idea of, of expanding the conversation two things like like G5 or or black holes or aliens or giants or whatever but those things need to be the crumbs at the bottom of the tin Jesus needs to be the pie because if it's inverted if Jesus is the crumbs at the bottom of the tin and all these other things are the pie then I'm sorry We took a wrong turn somewhere. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care how you slice it. If we're talking more about Bigfoot and giants and aliens and black holes and uh, G5 than we are about Jesus, mm, I respectfully have a problem with that. So again, to me, it's not about having the conversation. It's not about expanding the conversation. It's about what gets preeminent, what gets prioritized. We're not even talking about prophecy. We're talking about these these, these things, again, that are just sci-fi. And again, going back to the passing of Rush Limbaugh, Let's say you know there, everything there is to know about black holes and matter and antimatter and, and, and polar vortexes and pole reversals, giants and centipedes and aliens and lizard people. Let's say you know everything there is to know about all of these things, but you don't know Jesus. How will it help you in the end? Again, pie and crumbs. If Jesus is the crumbs, 
and not the pie. We have a serious and profound problem. And as long as Jesus remains the crumbs and not the pie, try as you might, you're not going to write this ship. Sorry, it's not going to happen. And this is happening in Christendom. This is happening among believers. Picking your navel and expecting revival when the church isn't even focused on Christ. We spend 98% of our time looking for tertiary distractions rather than a relationship with Jesus. What about the book of Enoch? What about it? But see, it's a distraction, isn't it? It's something to focus on other than Christ. Look at the ratio. Then tell me I'm wrong. And I know this is, this is a sensitive topic, and it's hitting people where, where it hurts. It's just the reality of it. Sorry, not sorry. Somebody has to point it out. Because I'm waiting one of these things for somebody to show up in an alien suit. We're looking for demons and lizard people behind every bush. What happens if you find one? Because you're not going to be able to cast anything out. You don't know Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the darkness. And if you find it, what then? Because if you're not equipped, kid, you don't know pain. The devil will roll you ten ways from Sunday by the time he's done with you. You'll think you're the lizard person that came out of the black hole on an alien ship. Have a little perspective. Prioritize what deserves prioritization. If you go looking for demons behind every bush and lizard people and whatever else we're we're, we're investigating, make sure that you're not like the sons of Siva who just had a tertiary knowledge of a Jesus that somebody else served. Because naked and bleeding running down the street will be the best option. Uh, I, I, I don't, I'm done. I can't, no. Because I, I, know, I know the feedback I'm going to get. I know the letters from people I, I respect, from people I like, from people I consider friends. And it breaks my heart because, man, if... If if you're not Christ-centered at this point, I can't help you. I'm all for allowing for intellectual exercise and uh, exercises and what ifs, but we're not living in the land of what if anymore. We're seeing these things beginning to happen. The things the Bible talks about, not the things that we make up in our own minds and fever dreams. We're beginning to see the fulfillment of prophecy. With our own eyes, we're beginning to see how everything is converging to the persecution of the church, to revolution in America, and the destruction of this nation. But hey, lizard people and aliens! All right, I'm... I promised I'd take questions, so I'm going to stop now, because I'm I'm, going to get angry, and if I get angry... You know, like the Hulk says, you don't want to make me angry. I don't turn green, but uh, I, I, I tend to speak more truth than uh, people are willing to hear. So uh, I, I, I'll piecemeal it. How about that? Uh, but yeah, 
this is this is what's happening in England and what's happening in Canada. And uh, it's only a matter of time before a a worse version of it comes here. Because, um, well, you know, Beth Moore liked Lady Lady Gaga's outfit, so um, and and Dr. Jill had flowing hair. You, you can't beat that. Just remember, just remember, those are memories. You could never forget. Gino, if you got questions, I'll, I'll answer a couple because I don't, I don't want to go down this rabbit trail. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted by the immaturity of believers. I'm exhausted by the ignorance Christians are, are, are revealing by the things they choose to focus on. So, go ahead, Gene. Hey, Mike. Uh, people have been asking... Uh, many people still consider Trump's going to get in office. And uh, you put out a a blog, um, and it was pretty powerful. It's called Respective Wisdom. What are your feelings on that? And they say Biden is not their president. Trump's going to get back in. What are your feelings on that? Uh, look, that, that boat, that ship has sailed. I'm I'm sorry. I know we're we're holding out. What is it for March now? And then once March passes and and uh, the man with the full adult diaper is still in office, uh, where are we going to go from there? June, July, September, 2021. How long are we going to drag it out before we 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 realize that judgment is upon us? Before we realize that we didn't get another four-year reprieve. And, uh, look, see, again, I I don't want to bum you people out more than you're already bummed out, but the reality of it is this. These people are doing everything they can to ensure that there will never be another free and fair election in this country again. Understand this. The communists are at the helm, and they will not give it up. They have propagandists on their side who are just a flutter at the fact that Joe Biden's dentures haven't flown out of his face. They don't listen to what he says. The fact that he can stand there vertical and mumble a couple things is, is, is akin to, to, to Jesus returning on the clouds. Because they despise the orange menace to such an extent that a guy like Joe Biden looks good to them. But behind the dementia and behind the word salad and behind all these other things, you you have to peel back the layer and, and look at the policies that they've been implementing. Look at the executive orders. They're going to try to legalize at least, bare minimum. And by legalize, I mean make citizens 11 million people. I Personally, I think it's close to 25. Because it's been 11 million non-documented peoples in this country since the year 2000. Now, I do a lot of traveling. I used to, anyway. And I can gauge... How many more people are in this country, quote-unquote, in an undocumented fashion now than there were in 2000 by how many bodegas and restaurants and people not speaking English there are in a neighborhood where I keep coming and going from every couple of years? Believe me, 11 millions just in California. So, They're going to legalize, what, 25-odd million people, give them the right to vote. If somebody made you an honorary citizen of a country after you entered it illegally, wouldn't you feel the need for a little reciprocity? Wouldn't you cast your vote party that did that for you? Now, next. Uh, HR1, if you don't know what that is. See, I know these things 
because I have to know these things so I know where we're headed so I can make preparations before uh, the fecal manner hits the fan. H.R. 1 will basically do to elections what they did to elections in November. Again, I, I, I wrote an article some time ago saying, look, next election cycle, you won't even have to get out of your PJs to vote. The, that, 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 that nut job with a weed problem at Twitter will just tell you who's president. That's it. Life made simple. Universal basic. Income and they will tell you who won the election. All you have to do is sit in your basement, smoke some weed, play some video games, and strap on a face diaper. Anyway, Gino, next question. Mike, the next question is this. Uh, the church in the 1915-20s, Zusa Street Revival, God really brought a great movement of power to the church. And one person asked, why is the, this Latter-day Church so lethargic in America compared to those days? Uh, I, I, I think I just covered it for the last 20 minutes because we're more yep. focused on aliens and black holes than we are Jesus. We're, we're more focused on, on, on the book of Enoch than we are the four Gospels. We're more focused on tertiary issues than establishing a relationship with Jesus that will lead to repentance, that will then lead to revival. So that's why. That's why. Because we're, we're all sci-fi buffs who use the Bible as a crutch. Next. Yeah, the next one is, are women pastors biblical? We did get that question. No. I, do you want me to expound? I mean, we, we can expound if you want. Look, and, and I don't want to play the exception game because the church has been playing the exception game. For, well, there is an exception to every rule. Look, this is what the Bible says. Deal with it however you want. I can only tell you what the Bible says. I know, misogynist of me. Well, Paul was a misogynist. You shouldn't listen to Paul. Then who should we listen to? You? Beth Moore? That lady with the pink hair that thinks she's a prophetess that's still waiting for Trump to descend on a unicorn and take the White House? If we're not supposed to listen to the Bible, who are we supposed to listen to, pray tell? First Corinthians. I know. Oh! There he goes. There, there he goes. Talking about the Bible. Yeah, well, that's sort of our, you know, base. It's our foundation. It's, it's, it's what we go back to when we have queries and questions. So 1 Corinthians 14, I believe, says, Let your women keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak. <gasps> But they are to be submissive, as the law also says. And if they want to learn something, let them ask their own husbands at home. For it is shameful for women to speak in church. That's not the gospel according to Mike. That's just the gospel. It is shameful for women to speak in church. Now, there is a place for women within the body of Christ. There is a place for women in, in serving. There are prophetesses in the Word of God, established offices. Pastor is not one of the established offices. I don't care how you try to twist it. If it's shameful for a woman to speak in church, then how can she speak in church? Not just speak in church, but shepherd a church. Not just shepherd a church, but be the spiritual covering, the authority over said church. I know right now, Beth Moore fans are sharpening their knives and looking up my home address. Sorry, is, is, is the Bible. See, that's, that's the thing. We want Book of Acts results without following 
the book of Acts insofar as what they did to achieve those results. We want the power, but we don't want to do what it takes to get the power. So uh, we find distraction. We find things to keep us busy because we don't want to contend with the reality that God isn't moving because we're unwilling to pursue him. We don't want to contend with the reality that it's not God who's forsaken this nation, it's this nation who's forsaken God. We don't want to contend with the reality that some of our so-called spiritual leaders would give the devil a run for his money when it came to character. See, these, these are all things we don't want to contend with because then we would have to face very difficult truths. And I think the most difficult truth that many will have to face in, in, in the coming months and years Whatever it is we will have to endure, whatever it is we will have to live through, isn't just deserved, but it's something that we facilitated. It is something that we caused to happen by our indifference, by our lukewarmness, by our constant need to find loopholes as though we were doing our taxes. So, I know. It's, it, it was not a fun one, was it? Gino, if you've got one more question, I'll take it. Because uh, no, uh, I'm, 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 I'm about to, you know, uh, go off the reservation if not. Because this, this, this really does... Uh, stick in my craw. So go ahead. Any more questions? Um, yeah, Mike, one more. Many states in America have legalized marijuana, and there's even Christians at times that uh, speak about, you know, the, I guess I would say the merits of hemp and marijuana and things like that. But I, the question is, um, what happens in a nation that starts legalizing not only marijuana but like Oregon, other harder drugs, thinking that that will not affect society. Well, but they're doing it for a reason and a purpose. It's, it's, it's to keep the citizenry malleable. It's to keep the citizenry uh, dumbed down. Uh, and it's working. Look, let me put it this way. Just if you need anything other than Jesus to feel fulfillment, if you need anything other than Jesus to feel complete, uh, then you don't know Jesus. Uh, there's that. But uh, let me just, you know, hypothetical situation, because I, I know a lot of people that are very excited about going and getting their weed permits. I got the glaucoma. Uh, the problem is this. They'll, they'll, they'll give you enough rope to hang yourself, as the saying goes. Imagine two, three years down the road, after they've uh, tabulated everyone who has uh, applied for a weed permit, uh, and they come out with an ordinance that says, well, uh, since we know that you are a marijuana user, uh, we don't feel as though for public safety you should, I don't know, own a gun. Uh, look, politicians don't do anything out of the goodness of their heart. Let's call it that. Politicians don't have your best intentions at the core of their decision-making uh, you know, apparatus. So if they're doing something like legalizing marijuana and harder drugs, uh, ask yourself why and what 
can it lead to down the road? I personally, I think this is one of the things that they're going to use when it comes to, uh, if not outright gun confiscation yet, uh, making a lot of people ineligible to own firearms. Because you're an admitted pothead. Why would I trust you with a gun and bullets if you're an admitted pothead? Think on that for a while. Uh, I know it's natural. Because that, that's the excuse I, I hear. It's na- a lot of things are natural. What's your point? Now, medicinally speaking, if, if, you're, if you're in pain, look, I, I know pain. Let me put it that way. I have gout. I have arthritis. I have a plethora of uh, painful uh, disorders that I don't talk about often. Uh, so I, if, if it's medicinal, if it's for pain, look, I'm not your judge. Personally, choose not to. Uh, but people that do it to escape and do it recreationally and still call themselves Christians, that's, that's, that's where we get lizard people from. You toke up a nice bowl, you start seeing them, huh? But I know, it's natural. Anyway, so are mushrooms, by the way. Uh, all right, I'm done for today. I've, I've annoyed a lot of people. I've probably, you know, angered some. So there you go. That's the truth. Truth should make you angry. It should upset you. There you are. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Gino, if you've got anything to say, tis yours, my friend, tis yours. All righty. Yes, I want to promote the blog. If you go to Homeward Bound, Michael Boldea, dot blogspot.com Mike has a new blog out called Big Plans uh, it's a pretty powerful blog about government and the encroachment of government uh, prior to that he has malicious intent um, really dealing with the path we're going down as a nation and uh, I really urge you to check the blogs out also you can go to handyhelp.com and we do have the blogs on that. Thank you so much for listening as well. Our website has books and uh, CDs and teaching, uh, prayer books, um, chinks, all kinds of DVDs, and uh, 365 devotions that Mike has. Books on the Holy Spirit. I would urge you to get the power, presence, and, uh, um, and purpose of the Holy Spirit that Mike put out. So really, and also through the fire and dreams from God, right now people are ordering those all over the country because they see the writing on the wall. Just like Nebuchadnezzar, you know, in Belshazzar's days, when God said, many, many, take all your farsing, and the writing was on the wall, and you know what? It was the writing of God uh, numbering that kingdom. And these books are really, right now, for-the-moment books to really warn, to give you a perspective of God's warnings for America. Thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.